Gathering Ghosts by Hayfield and Crow, one of the 
Mid Ohio Valley's uh, Pride and Joys. Pride and Joy. Yeah. That, that would be... Uh, a really good song title. Or like a good a good candy bar. Oh, yeah. But like one was like healthy for you and the other one would have all kinds of all shit that would be hard, for, you know, hard to eat and process for your body. Just Pride lumps and joy. of sugar. Yeah, that's it. A carrot and lumps of sugar. <laughs> that sounds like a horse's candy bar. Yeah, well, I'm uh, the Dirt Poor Troubadour Ben Davis Jr. And I am Seth, some, some assembly required Colmer. Oh, well, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, like Ikea furniture, except for that's like all assembly required. I just feel like pieces of me are missing. Yeah, that's true. That, that's fair. Uh, I've been sleeping for like four days. I've uh, I've been working and uh, hoping for sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that life too. I've I've been there, but I uh, I went to work with you again, and then I left on Friday, and now I've been off work for four days, and I start back at my other job tomorrow. And cool, man. Yeah, yeah, and I'm actually recording the new record tomorrow. Real excited about yeah, that. That's pretty awesome. You were telling me about it yesterday. We actually got to hang out a little bit last night. Oh yeah. 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 Um, it's been real fun. We've documented every step of the way, um, from me playing the songs for Eddie and Ben and showing them what I, you know, what I had, uh, all the way to our most recent practice. And Eddie has put together, with help of our friend Emily Votal, a little documentary about how to make a record in the age of COVID. Um, it's real interesting for his, for his students, and basically we are the doing the final. Uh, well, the, we're doing our final live performance tomorrow. Um, I'm not able to sing in the studio at Ohio University um, due to the requirements, oh. the regulations the university has put in place. So I'll be adding my vocal last. So we had to do like a template and, you know, basically me play to a click and sing so that we could listen to that and pretend that we're just playing with me. Oh. Um, it's a it's a weird Inter- thing. That's weird, yeah. But we've had to do it. You know, it was either that or just Ad- vibe adapt, it, adapt. vibe it. You know, and we vibe could it. vibe it, but yeah, it just, it's just like we've spent so much time making records. The last one was over a year, and uh, maybe the vibe's not strong. This one we just want to do like, just do this. Yeah, we're gonna have it done tomorrow. The you know all of the instrumentation will be done tomorrow, and then I'll record vocal, and then we'll be finished. That's awesome. Get it mastered and and out there. Hopefully around Halloween. That's oh, the plan. Wow. Yeah, that's creepy. Absolutely, and that's all. The songs are about uh, local ghosts and goblins and legends. You know, like uh, uh, over there at Bud Chatting. There's the Bud Chatting Boogeyman. Oh really? Yeah, go watch out for him. There's the songs like. You better watch out for the Bud Chatting Boogeyman. That's a good one. Yeah, and uh, it's classic. Uh, you know, just stuff like that. That was it's honest, true to my life. <laughs> <laughs> what about that song about Booger Snap? Uh, I don't know about him. Oh, you don't know about Booger Snap? No. Oh, dude, Booger Snap <laughs> is a uh, a monster who's made of tuna fish and snow. Oh, yeah. Me, uh, it probably wouldn't smell that bad. It'd be hard to smell him coming because the tuna's cold. So exactly. But on a hot day. But fresh. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a monster. On a hot day, he's still snow. Yeah. That's what's scary. That is very terrifying. Yeah, it's a but monster. But the tuna somehow thaws to room temperature. 
<laughs> so it's just a stinky sack of snow walking around. You're like, oh my God, this is awful. I've been called a stinky sack of snow a few times in my life. I wish I would have never called you that. <laughs> well, what have you been working on the last week or what have you been up to the last week? You've been acquiring uh, TurboGrafx 64 games, right? 16, TurboGrafx 16. Oh, 78? Uh, 7800. Okay. Yeah, the Atari 7800. Uh, Turbo Graphics sixteen sixty four uh, thirty two X. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty good. Now I just uh, acquired one of those, trading on some of my games uh, that were extras and stuff out of my collection, and I got one, and I've just been hooked on playing those games. It's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a flop uh, from the eighties that really shouldn't have been a flop. It just didn't have enough uh, developers to supply the system with enough games to really surface i mean it's i guess it's like like the mario of nintendo the mascot try to look for that word mascot of the turbo graphics is uh bonks or bonk and uh keith courage which keith courage only had one game where bonk had three um it's a great little system. I love it. I like how it has the card system. It's rare. It's neat. It's neat. A lot of people don't know what it is, and a lot of people will never have the chance to play it because it's just not available. So I try to encourage anybody who comes over to my house to play it because when's the next time you're going to be able to play a TurboGrafx-16? Right. You never know. You never know. Um, that uh, It's real interesting to me. always has been just, you know, uh, technologies of the past but the the card concept is pretty neat yeah i like that i don't know why it didn't catch on yeah because you just slip them bad boys in your pocket and you're ready to rock oh yeah dude yeah just like a wallet yeah my Uh, wallet is the same shape as these cards there you go i could have slipped it in my wallet yeah all the time you could have just had a wallet full of really could just those games like look at this shit Slipped it right in there. Oh yeah, I'm gonna try that. Oh my god, your favorite game. Yep, I, I'll just put, carry it around. I put Devil's Crush right in here. Yeah, take it to my <laughs> my pal's house, who does not have a Turbo Graphics 16 because no one did. Nobody. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's about it. Trying to get sleep. Trying to um, just exist. <laughs> well, you know that's that's real important. Sleep is how your brain gets rid of all the stuff that makes you sad. Yeah, that's that's what I've been told. Your brain shrinks down to about sixty five percent of the size, squeezes out all this stuff, and then these bacteria eat all that shit. Drew, and, tell uh, me about because we were talking about weans. Help me scrape the mucus yeah, off my brain. I think it's the same thing. Yeah, that's. I mean, that, that's that's pretty much it. it. All the stuff that makes you unhappy and and uh, feel bad, your your body will take care of it with a good good five six hours of sleep a night. Well, my brain has not been doing that. And get to work, brain. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Well, uh, well, what have you been doing? I always uh, neglect to ask you. I'm such a selfish host. That's okay. Um, really, just been working on that record, and uh, I've, I've officially finished all of Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two, both of the skate tours, 100% completion. So now, hell yeah. Now I don't know what to do with my time except for be productive. Actually, I've got got some stuff to do at the house, some renovations out there. Uh, got a lot of work to do, but it, it it'll be all right. I'll get it figured out little by little. Uh, 
you know, the weather has been getting a little chillier, so now it's time to, actually, it's a little bit too late to start winterizing, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to get rolling with that, because before you know it, snow will be on the ground, and we'll all be miserable, you know, miserable again. Yeah. Um, You showed me Tim Heidecker's new album, yeah yesterday fear and of death like it released on the 25th like he he released like songs one at a time um the four songs that he released and then uh on the 25th he released the rest of the album and i've been listening to that over and over and over again it's just beautiful it it's, is really good it's so good like you think tim heidecker most of the time uh nine times out of ten i'll say you'll think of funny um tim heidecker or just absurd Tim Heidecker and this is like he's funny in it because it's just Tim Heidecker but the songs are so good and they mean something and they make me feel yeah the subject matter is real yeah I I started listening to him uh back when he put out in Glendale yeah uh because I just love that Central Air song and then the one when the uh, cash runs out yeah (laughs) (laughs) all all of them are good man but um and then you played me the uh what the broken heart do right yep and that was really really good and i this album i didn't even know was coming out until you started talking about it but yeah uh yeah it's it's really good uh i recommend people check it out what's what's your favorite tune on there so far uh it's either the song nothing which is one of the um the ones he released early um Whenever he was doing that, what's the other song? I, I got to look up the title of it real quick. Um, oh, How We Drift Away. That one's awesome. Little Lamb. I, they're all good. Property. I mean, they do a cover of Let It Be on there. Yeah, it's. I would I would say that this, is, this would appeal to people um, who are into, like, Heartland Rock, like, you know, it, the audio wise uh, or arrangement wise, it kind of sounds like Springsteen. Well, that's what he that said on his, thing. on his first album. He was in, in Glendale. He took, he wanted to do a, a Bruce Springsteen style album, and he did. And, yeah. yeah, and he just keeps doing it because he's good at it. He is. It, I mean, honestly, his voice lends itself well to the music, um, and in the lyricism's of, incredible. Yeah, uh, the fear of death. They also have that uh, lady. I don't know who she is. I, I should have check that out but she uh sings backups and stuff and when we drift away is just a song that she sings yeah it's very oh man her voice is yeah she she performs really well honestly and and adds a whole dimension to the recordings that i really enjoyed yeah yeah that was a really 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 good album i like it um any any good new music you've been listening to Honestly, I've been listening to Culture Wall's new record because I've just been really into it. Um, it I, I wasn't really into his uh, other stuff except for like he has a song called "Sleeping on the Blacktop" that everybody likes. It's like it, they included it on Spotify on these playlists called like um, Gothic folk music or mm. something. It's like dark sounding stuff like you'd hear on True Blood or one of those. You know what I mean? It's it's more like that. Um, and so I wasn't really into all of that, but I did like Sleeping on the Blacktop. That was a good song. And then I really liked, um, this new record cause it's a lot more traditional. 
Um, and his voice is not so, he's not just completely singing as low as he possibly can. He's doing like a vampiric kind of thing. No, yeah, he's not even doing that. I mean, it's just like, because before he just really like, you know, saying really oh, low. Yeah. And I just, that doesn't do it for me really. Um, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, but I didn't really like that. But this new album's cool. He has a cover of, uh, well, I believe it's Marty Robbins, Big Iron. And I love that song, but oh, it's like you're gonna say cover of the Rolling Stones. No, that's a good song too. But <laughs> uh, actually, uh, a dude uh, Hayes Carl and somebody else recorded that uh, I've heard recently, and I love Hayes Carl. Actually, every Tuesday when we record this, he is going live on Facebook, but we always miss it because oh, man. we're here doing this. But it's okay. I, I don't have the internet, so I'd have missed it anyways. I'll tell you what, I did go to Rowdy's on Thursday. Oh. Yeah, I had me uh, a salad with some buffalo chicken. I think they call it angry chicken. Angry chicken. Angry chicken salad with uh, buffalo sauce and blue cheese and uh, put an egg in there. It's oh, yeah. real good. And I, they also have apple dumplings now. I have seen. With in, ice cream. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, Dude. That's like my favorite dessert. They heat it up. Mm fresh for you i don't know if they get like a they get like a light bake from over there and then they drop them off and then i think rowdy's heats them up the rest of the way and the tops it with the ice cream and the ice cream is like real vanilla bean or something it's like oh my god the best combination of flavors so i had that and a couple of beers they were having a special on the brewski oh wow um so i had some of those yeah yeah they had the uh dumas walker dumas walker special yeah Yeah. that's hilarious that's a great (laughs) idea i i absolutely that gets stuck in your head wasn't busy um i wanted to go and get that because i'm like that is so hilarious it was 10.95 for a slaw burger fries and a bottle of ski and they also had the brewski beer on sale so it was it was it was fun i didn't get that because i'm trying to be healthy and eat salads but i just had a salad and then ice cream and and what uh what, puff pastries what dressing did you use uh blue cheese blue cheese oh yeah you the said chunkiest that. I, I, most un, unhealthy well i was gonna say i recently had eaten some salads and i i don't try not to use any salad dressing and stuff like that but you said that the egg on it i'd noticed that if i just eat a salad like by itself with no dressing I'm like, yeah, it's good, it's whatever. But if I have an egg on it, it like replaces that dressing for it. It does add a, a different uh, texture and flavor, and yeah, yeah I, I get that. And the yolk, if the, if it's cooked right, it's got a, a certain uh, creaminess to the yolk with the the salad or the the lettuce. Well, they've got yeah. a they definitely got a good system over there at Rowdy's, and uh, I I believe there's a message that you've provided. We can share with the, the public here. Oh, yeah. I'm ready for brisket. My son loves this song. Yeah, he he really does. It was so funny. A list of he's like, rowdies. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they say it stops. 
rowdies <laughs> and he dances to it it's so funny it is it's it's hilarious man uh speaking of rowdies we had nathan kitts on the uh podcast last week and that was pretty fun it, yeah. we recorded it there at rowdies and uh i was i gotta apologize to ben there's a lot of editing that had to go into it's that okay episode. i edited a, a bunch a bunch <laughs> it, it's okay uh regardless of that we were talking about uh tyler childers and my jealousy of him and you know why i'd ever listen to him and all that stuff but then it was like that next day he released uh or it was just that later that week released a video like hey you know black lives matter and yeah. uh all this stuff about just imagine if if this was happening to somebody up here on a mountain in Kentucky, you know, how long would it take until we were in the streets riding and shooting everybody because we've got guns and, you know, we have access to all of that. And how long do you think it would take if, if, you know, someone broke in and shot one of our wives 16 times at the back, you know, that, yeah. that kind of thing. And, uh, then he released a song and I was like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm over being jealous because you know what? he, has that platform and utilize that platform to make such a positive, uh, uh, you know, he, he released that song and um, pushed his agenda, agenda, which is everybody's with within reason, you know. Yeah, people who, yeah, um, you know that that's the thing. I I said we wouldn't get too po- political, but I you know credit where it's. Um, yeah, we don't want to get political, but you know what's right is right. Come on, people. Yeah, it's twenty twenty. We're humans. We are humans. Let's treat each other like fucking humans. Exactly. That's that's all anybody's asking. Anybody anywhere. That's all they're asking. But you know, we hopefully we can overcome it. I mean, there are yeah. relationships between people who have been best friends their whole lives that are being completely severed, and people who family members they're they're you know disowning and things like this over equality on both, si- on both sides yeah over um, equality and you know i if someone would disown someone because they're like well i think um the lgbtq or uh you know people of color deserve the same rights and this person the other person's like well blah 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 argues against that any any way at all it's like why are you arguing against the rights of another human? Yeah, like exactly. Th- you're in the wrong. If you're going to disown someone, you're wrong and you're being stubborn. Yep. Without a doubt. It's it's unfortunate that that's where we're at, but it's it's very fortunate that we do have people who are willing to put themselves out there and convey the message because he ruffled some feathers. I mean, he he lost a huge portion of his fan base so did dolly parton so did dolly parton so did uh like every other jim gaffigan is constantly getting berated on twitter you know um, yeah he he has that hot pocket bit but yeah uh (laughs) he has a mayonnaise bit too it's pretty funny i need to know about that one oh i could do it for you well okay it's like (laughs) you know people who don't drink you know people ask them you know oh my gosh you don't drink like do you mind if I drink? It's like people don't do that with other things. Like, like I don't eat mayonnaise. It's like, oh, do you mind if I eat mayonnaise? I could go outside and eat mayonnaise if you want. <laughs> you know, he's a, early Jim Gaffigan. It was hilarious. It was it was before that voice was used for everything. Right. Well, 
That's funny. That's his. That's his thing. He was funny. He I don't. Is. I don't. I mean, he is funny. I just don't listen to him anymore because I don't listen to anything. Yeah, really. I, it's hard for me to stay up with all the comedians these yeah. days. They, I mean, I try to pay attention to my buddy Carlin uh, whenever I can, and he he'll run some jokes by me here and there, and I love that. Um, I, don't I tell get to jokes see him once in a while. I don't get to see him often. That's something you should do, man. Is is just like build up a little bit of a. Uh, repertoire and and go to some open mics. I've written jokes and written jokes and written jokes, and I just throw them away. <laughs> well, you just you should just go do that because I think that might be something that you would, uh, you know, kind of uh, excel excel at. I, I can I can use Microsoft Excel, so yeah. Well, uh, I could uh, make up some spreadsheets. You double tap them lines, and they automatically will format yeah, to dude. the text you've entered. Yeah, I can make like um, charts. Okay. All sorts of things on there. Change colors. Yo, yeah, dude. That's my favorite thing to do. Put formulas in there. Yeah, especially like uh, potion formulas for Hogwarts students. Oh, yeah. Well, see, if you could do all that, then you'd be great at stand-up comedy. Oh, damn. That's, that's what, what, but what's I'm lazy. required, I think. I'm lazy. I like to sit down. Me, well, maybe that could be part of your thing. You I'm could a just sit down. Com- I'm a lay down, down up comedy. there. I thought about doing a bit, actually, <laughs> of going in... Um, to a, a, an open mic and using a fake name and going up there and getting ready to start and just getting really nervous and just having a full-on mental breakdown. <laughs> just crying. And then, like, at the end of it, I'm like, thanks! <laughs> getting up and leaving. I'm like, You've been great. <laughs> and I just, like, totally lose my shit. Like, that would I'm be up pretty there good. crying and be like, why? <laughs> <laughs> just make everybody feel completely you know, awkward, awkward and miserable. Just like, oh my, like, cause like I'm starting, <laughs> like I'll start to tell a joke and I'll fuck it up and I'll just like, like let them start heckling, you know, <laughs> and then I'll just let it tear me apart <laughs> and then make them feel really bad. And then just like, thanks. Have a great night. I'll be here next week. <laughs> Dude, that would be the best. Yeah, I mean, you got to at least like check an open mic listing online and then just drive an hour away to We're a no place that you're no probably one. never even going to go again Yeah, and just do that. Uh, there's no reason not to. I, you know, I, I have, uh, I've wanted to do something with stand-up comedy forever, but I don't think I got it in me. You know, I, I sometimes have fun jokes and sometimes I don't, but it's, it's performing them that is yeah, not really there for me. That's like, I'm a, when it, when it comes to like my quote unquote comedy, um, it would be, I, you know, I sit in a room, we talk with things. I'm just really quick to respond yeah. to what people say with something like quick wit. I don't know if that would be the word, but, um, yeah, I'm just really quick on a response, and it's like a stand-up. I'm not, people aren't just talking in there, and I'm like, oh, yeah, well, guess what I'm going to say to what you're saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> Maybe I'll just do a stand-up, like, talk amongst yourselves, and you guys will bring up topics that I could riff on there for a little bit. Yeah, well, and that's that's the thing, is nobody wants to be the guy at the party just telling Dane Cook jokes all night. No, oh, that's me. Mm. That is me. Yeah, it happens, man. Uh-huh. It happens. It happens. It, that's the thing. There's a difference between people who, like you and I, and especially like you and Joey and Corey, y'all have that quick uh, wit, like you said. And there's a difference in that and then the person that has been sitting and pondering of what kind of joke they're going to try and squeeze in real quickly. And that person always is around. 
always is around and, oh, yeah. and then you're like ha 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 i, I work with a, a person <laughs> he's new you don't you don't know this guy um i know a person <laughs> like that whenever he came to work there um one of the first things <laughs> One of the thir- first things he said is like, I, I'm hilarious. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, God, one of these guys. And he's not bad. I always say that. But he he tells some pretty, like, bad jokes that are, f- like you were saying, like, oh, let me slip this in somewhere. Yeah. And uh, so I think I told my uh, my Catholic priest joke. And then he was like, well, I got one, which that's wrong. It's a bad joke. Yeah. It's a good one. But it's a bad joke. <laughs> um and he was like, oh, yeah, well, I stopped a rape once. Crickets. Yeah. And then he's like, I decided I wasn't going to. Crickets. Crickets. Yeah. And it was more than crickets. It was me and Jacob like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, our, our manager was out there. She's like, yeah, I don't like that joke. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> oh, man, it's just so funny because I, me and Jacob laugh at his jokes. But we're not laughing at his jokes. Right. We're laughing at him telling the jokes because the more we laugh, the more he goes. Because he's like, oh, they're loving this. <laughs> and we're like, yes, we are. <laughs> well, yeah, that that's always that's always a thing. I'm, I probably have been some. You know what I mean? I've, I'm guilty of that. But. Oh, dude, I've definitely been laughed at for not the reason I was intending. Yeah. Uh, high school last week last week yeah, you know. today yeah yeah it happens all the time we're gonna close the show uh here in a little bit with some terrific but joey has actually sent us uh, another song uh some shit teeth oh man so they're performing uh shit teeth is going to be performing uh october 10th i think it is i'm playing that night too where are you playing at Old Bill Bailey's in Lancaster. Oh, Bill Bailey. Um, this is, I forget where it is, um, but uh, it's Black Hat Nation there, which Garrett, uh, the one who drew yeah. our, our logo, uh, it's his band. They're playing, and Shit Teeth is playing. There's also another band playing. I'm really bad at uh, advertising this shit, but uh, yeah, it's going to be happening. Don't know where it is. Don't know what time <laughs> it starts. Uh, do some research. Look up Black Hat Nation, uh, and you can find that on their Facebook, and they'll have the flyer and everything like that. Sorry, guys. I'm terrible. Oh, I got the heartburn real bad. Ooh. Well. Can I can I go on one more thing? Yeah. Okay. One We're going to play the shit teeth song, though. Yeah. I want to go just say one more thing. Yeah. No one's ever asked me my favorite video game. No. Well, when we return from shit teeth. We can ask you that. I don't even know what the song's called. It's called Crocodiles. Yeah. All right. The enemy can't stand it when more than 1,400 innocent babies have been saved from the horror of abortion.
Damn. All right. That was good. Yeah. You Have you heard that one? No, I haven't. Me neither. Crocodiles. Damn, that was so good. <laughs> but one thing I love about Joey's uh, music and stuff is it is fucking crazy. It is. Like, it's it's heavy. It's crazy. It's really, really catchy. Like, but it, Yeah, it's got, like, a grooviness to it, although it's chaotic. Yeah, and I can understand what he's saying. Yes, yes, And yes. he's screaming, and that's such a good thing. Like, it's not just someone out there gargling you know right. he's actually saying words and he's putting it into it and he's articulating it out there and it sounds really good it's it, really good it does so uh band camp probably if he's got that up there now i don't who, who knows? knows yeah it's such a uh, a strange portfolio Just, because he takes stuff up and puts stuff up takes stuff down at, at all times you so. could solve the riddle you can probably have that on your phone. Yeah. You go to Bandcamp and find songs that says Crocodiles that day, you could have it. Or just pull up this podcast and fast forward it. Yeah. Like 25, 30 minutes. And, yep. And you'll get it. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, just listen and to also, it on like, repeat. his Bandcamp is free. But, yes. like we said before, if you think that is worth a dollar, if you think it's worth $10, give him something for it. Who cares? Absolutely. And also, he will sell you a song for the price of a pedal. And, and then you get a song and a pedal. Yep. So <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. If you're if you're a gearhead, definitely look look his way for some new guitar sounds because he can get you something crazy. And also, if you have like strange uh, synth stuff or or toys that make noise, he could circumvent them. He would charge you for it, but you know what? He would then show you how to use it and everything it does, and he'd probably play the drums while you play it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could say that probably would happen. Yeah. Um, so, before we listen to that song, you you said nobody's ever asked you what your favorite video game is. Yeah, not on this. Uh, well, what's your favorite video game? Well, that's a that's a good question, Ben. R- RuneScape. How did you guess? Net Dragons, actually. No. <laughs> um, uh, Earthbound for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Okay. So cliche. Um, it's a. Uh, uh, an R- a JRPG where your Ness and uh, Onet and uh, Eagle Land, you know, and Gygus comes okay. from the future. All right. To destroy everything. You know, basic story. Uh, there's no princess to save in this. So, you know, yeah, I guess you do rescue a uh, a damsel in distress, but she's part of your party and stuff like that. Uh, just perfect. It's an RPG that's like satiring RPGs. It was really, really not popular back in the day um, because of how quirky and weird it was. The music is awesome. The artwork is phenomenal. The storytelling is great. It's fun. Um, But then at the end, like, it gets crazy, like crazy, crazy. And, you know, it's just it's a perfect game. Like, I love that game. It's And it's my favorite game, but, like, I'm an RPG Fan, a JRPG fan, that's what I play a lot of, like the Final Fantasies, you know, shit like that, Dragon yeah. Quest. Um, but um, the I, I would say the best JRPG, though, is Chrono Trigger. Even That's a Super Nintendo game. Uh, but Earthbound's my favorite. Chrono Trigger's like number two. But I think Chrono Trigger is a better game than Earthbound. Sounds weird, but... It's just not your favorite. Yeah, it's just not my... It's my second favorite because it's that good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but Earthbound touched me as a young child. I walked into Steve Martin video in Wellston, Ohio, around the 94, you know, somewhere around that time, uh, 95 maybe even, and um, walked in and saw this giant box 
uh, like Super Nintendo boxes used to be, just a little bit bigger than the uh, cartridge itself. Yeah. But the Earthbound one was huge because it had a strategy guide in with it. Okay. I'm like, oh my gosh, bigger is always better. Right. You know? I And I'm like... I want to play this game. It had a giant star man on the front with a bunch of rainbow collars, and it says, scratch a stiff stickers on the inside and stuff. You're like, wow, this is amazing. So I rented it, and I had no idea how to actually play it. I was little, and I never played a JRPG like that before. So I was going on other people's saves that were on the uh, the cartridge itself and just playing and playing and playing until I died. And I'm like, I love this. I yeah. don't even know what I'm doing, but it's so fun. There's so many buttons to hit, and there's so many things to do, and there's funny things that people say and it was just the best thing ever and uh years down the road i was like man what is the name of that game and a friend of mine was like oh it's earthbound i have that game i was like oh my gosh dude can i get it off of you no way it's my favorite and i'm like "Eh, i understand so i emulated it and that guy was going to college in cleveland and we hung out the day that he was leaving it was kind of a sad day you know we were you know really good friends and I was sitting in my room kind of just bummed out and kind of sad that he was leaving and I get a knock on my bedroom door no one knocks on my bedroom door what the you know I opened up and it's him and he's handed me earthbound oh wow and I was just like no way dude no (laughs) way and he get because he's like I'm not going to play it's going to sit at my house like I know you really like it and I know it's your favorite game so here you go and I was you know, that's why that game means so much to me on so many different levels. Well, that's really cool. That's that's really neat. Um, it's more of a, it, well, it has a little sentimental there. And oh, definitely. As far as that goes, and then also you got your, your, your playability. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense to me. I'm still a uh, still Super Mario Brothers guy. Which is a know. perfectly awesome game. I, I love them. I, I really My do. My son was playing uh, Mario today, actually. Why did 2 suck so bad? Okay, um, 2 in America was actually a reskin of a game called Doki Doki Panic. Okay. And it was a completely different game in Japan, and they just put Mario's skin on it, which I like Mario 2. It's it's it, just different. It's not the same as the others. Like, yeah. it's playable. I've played it a lot, and, and I would play it, you know, tonight. Yeah. But it's like... It's just so different. The real... Uh, Super Mario Bros. 2 was released in Japan, but it was considered too hard for the uh, the Western audience. Okay. So uh, they didn't release it, but if they did end up releasing it on Super Nintendo on the Mario All-Stars pack as The Lost Levels. I mean, I've played that, yeah. And it's hard. It is very hard. <laughs> they are right. It was. It's really hard. A, a guy I hang out with uh, frequently, uh, we were talking about the other day because he plays a lot of old games like me and he was like yeah i beat the uh the real mario 2 and i'm like i I clapped like i literally clapped because i'm like that is a that is a feat in itself joey could do it joey's really good at mario games i i really have never played with him or even watched him play i'm gonna have to oh dude he's he's awesome he i i I was hanging out with him one time he beat one two and three in like 20 minutes that's crazy yeah it was it was it was crazy well, uh, I do want to talk about real quick. Um, I, I said that I've been working on this new record. Uh, I think as songs get ready, um, you know, maybe closer to release, leading up to the release, which will probably be, you know, the next few weeks, honestly, uh, I might do 
a song a week and kind of break down the song and you know we'll see what happens I'm, that might in, end up being something completely different instead of this podcast but it's something that I want to do just talk about the songs and what went into them um, songwriter sit down kind of yeah like lyrically and uh, production wise definitely emotionally you know why the song came to me um, that kind of thing and then a little bit about the players on the recordings and things like that and then premiere the songs you know right here on the podcast um so that's something that I would like to do. Um, I'm probably going to start working towards some some merchandise for our show. Uh, one of those online retailers, or maybe we'll just order some stuff. We'll see what happens. But that's something that we're looking at so that we can get some stuff out to you guys and you can uh, wear our beautiful faces right on your chests. We can adorn your chests with our, our gazes. I think what a really good shirt idea would be is um, we would uh, paint our faces up and people would just buy a white shirt off of us and we and just press <laughs> our face up against it. We could do that. That Absolutely. would be funny as hell. That, um, that would I, be fine. Someone actually made me a mask uh, with That's our really logo cool. on it. Um, uh, Marissa Nicholson, you oh, know her. Absolutely. Well, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, she, uh, she's she been making me some masks and stuff. She makes all sorts of masks. She's out of the, the Plains area. Okay. Um, and uh, she was like, I was going to pay her, but she would just always refuse because yeah, I don't know why. She would just refuse payment all the time and just give me mask after mask of Baphomets and stuff like that. Really cool mask. Yeah, that's really cool. She'd make you anything you want. But she's like, oh, I got a surprise mask for you. I'm going to bring it in. And uh, she brought it in. It was that one. I'm like, that is awesome. And it says follow, and it has our our uh, that's really cool little thing on there. We we could sell uh, three ounce bottles of hand sanitizer for twenty four ninety nine with it'll say Dirt Poor Podcast hand sanitizer, but it'll just be the stinky stuff. Yeah, and it'll be <laughs> that's expensive. Stuff that's real bad. Yeah, the worse it stinks, the better it cleans. <laughs> I I don't know. That's what uh, I used the stuff at the uh, at work the other day. And everybody yelled at me. Literally, oh, yeah. I just I pumped it on my hands, and they're like, "What the hell's wrong with you?" I'm like, "I'm trying to sanitize my hands," and they're like, "Can you just go rub some shit on your hands so it smells better?" Yeah, like dude, the stuff they sent us from <laughs> like head office. It was like I pumped it. I'm like, "What is this? <laughs> it smells like tobacco and and semen." I don't know. It's like, horrible. It's bad. Horrible. Horrible. Okay. Well. Uh, we might as well go ahead and wrap this up. We're going to close out with uh, Sloppy Honks by your band, Terrific. You want to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah. Um, Sloppy Honks is a song of chaos. Um, it is a lot of fun, and it's super fun to play. It's kind of weird to listen to. Some of you may not like it, um, but that's all right. Um, and I'll tell you the story of the name, Slumpy Honks. I was watching uh, Roger Rabbit, um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. And uh, hey, I have bad hearing, so I have the subtitles on. <laughs> and uh, he blows his nose one time. And in the parentheses for the closed captioning, it just said sloppy honks. <laughs> and I was like, that's the funniest combination of words. So... We just, that's how we name our songs all the time. Like we have a song, we talked about it before, Grumble Stumps, yep. uh, Sloppy Honks, uh, Who Does Number Two Work For, Fun Day Sun Funk. Um, you know, they're just weird. Uh, we have one that's uh, not out yet, but uh, That Handsome Boy Ain't Got No Legs. Yeah. Like that's one, <laughs> you know, it's just, we just say things. We're like, ha ha, that's funny. We're stupid. That's our name to this that's song. That's cool. Yeah. 
That's cool. But uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy. It was a uh, a lot of fun of me and Joey one day one day just um, having a lot of fun. Me and him, guitar and bass, just going back and forth, riffing it up, and then finding out these weird. Weird little riffs with time, like weird time signatures and stuff like that, and created this. And we're just like, wow, let's make it as nasty as possible. And we did. Heck yeah. Well, uh, so that's that's what we're going to close the show with. Uh, Terrific sloppy honks. That's right. For this week, I am the Dirtport Troubadour, Ben Davis Jr. And I am Seth, some of the assembly required Colmer. All right. Bye bye. Love you. <laughs>